Hey everyone, I have an exciting announcement. Have you been struggling with your motivation lately? Feeling like 2020 is just a write-off? Forget big goals, clear direction, or creating anything of value. If you can just survive the rest of the year, you'll feel blessed. If this sounds like you, I am announcing an amazing one-day virtual retreat I'm creating called Reclaim 2020. I can help you take back your power, fuel your motivation again, and actually make 2020 your best year yet. I rarely offer services to the public outside of my long-term coaching program. So this is a one-time event and the early bird pricing ends August 15th. So get on it. You're going to feel like a different woman after one day with me. And if you're in Australia, Europe, or another part of the world that can't access the full day retreat, you're in luck. I'm offering a full replay mini course and bonus material and an opportunity to use these tools over and over again to create more wealth, success, and fulfillment. Head over to reclaim2020event.com or visit my website, sonyastatman.com, for all the juicy details. I promise you, you don't want to miss this once in a blue moon opportunity. Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Laura Schutt-Guzman. we would talk about how do we come up for air, right? I feel like we've all been in this weird time period where we're navigating business, navigating kids at home, navigating the virus, navigating Black Lives Matters, pretty much navigating a lot of things. And how do we actually come up for air? We're not getting the breaks that we normally would get, whether as parents or whether as business owners. And so, you know, how do we kind of avoid burnout and really just deal with all of this? What do you think, Laura? Yeah, I think that's uh, the big question of the day, <laughs> the, the big question of the year. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, it just feels like we haven't had our usual or what we're used to as far as our ebb and our flow and our seasons like that's just not happening for us right now yeah I agree and I feel like it's kind of like this suspended ongoing event that we're navigating with no real end in sight and so you know I do agree that there is usually seasons and there is usually kind of an ebb and flow and there is summer you know at least for the U.S. there is kind of summertime where kids are off but then we have school time where they go back again and we have spring break and we have you know we have all these kind of things that give us this shift and change in our experience And I think it's even harder when a lot of us are at home um, or social distancing or, you know, in lockdown for some countries. And so, you know, then it's really challenging to find that shift and that break so that we can kind of breathe again. And yet right now it's so important that we find a way to have reprieve in all of this. Yes. Like just getting our head above water, like having some kind of moment in which, I mean, for me, I think it's, I've just wanted to get away. And, and it's interesting because a lot of my friends are saying, I want to be social. Like I want to be with other people. But for me, I think I, I keep wanting to get away. What is that feeling? 
And then I, I realized it's not that I don't want to be social, but it's just the constant stimulation, being home for my family, being home and working and just being on all the time. I'm not really doing that. that I'm not taking that fresh air. I'm not taking that break. I'm not taking it in the same way that I used to, even just like the commute to work and listening to my podcast that inspired me on the way to the office and dropping the kids off at school, like all those routines that actually used to give me some downtime are not there anymore. Yeah, like some balance. And I think that, you know, that's that's really what I've been feeling as well. And I, I think, yeah, a lot of our routines have been shifted and changed. Like we're used to, you know, sort of having these routines around school holidays or around um, summertime or around wintertime or around, you know, Christmas. There's all these sort of these holidays and these breaks and these routines that we're used to. And I feel like all that's been so disrupted. And it does feel like we have to be on or we have to be navigating something new or a change or we have to be, you know, kind of shifting. How do we shift our business? How do we pivot? How do we, you know, make things happen? And so, you know, I think we all have to kind of stop and contemplate and really explore, you know, what do we need to do to make sure we have a break, make sure we're coming up from air. And maybe that is some daily practices, or maybe that is literally taking a week off or a staycation by yourself, right? In a hotel or in an Airbnb where you're still safe and yet also, you know, alone and surviving. Yes. Yes. I mean, I have heard that local tourism is really up in a lot of cities because, People are needing just a break from their own four walls. Um, I think that there's just that change in scenery that can really be helpful or finding a, a place where your staycation is um, close to water. Maybe you have a, a pool or a hot tub or something that you don't normally have in your own home or you have a view that you normally don't have when you're in your own home. Like those are the things that I've been seeking is sort of the novelty of a new view or a new perspective because we feel really you know, we can burn out as often because we feel stuck, you know, or we feel like we're expending energy with no energy coming in. And so I think even just psychologically, what happens when there's novelty is that it shifts something in our mindset or in our bodies that it's like, oh, wait, there's something else, you know? And so just even noticing that and taking a deep breath and, and just reorienting to a new environment. And I think it's easy for many of us that are trying to keep afloat during this time too, to just not always recognize that we need this rest or this change. Um, and we kind of just keep plugging along, right? Like, okay, wait, I'm just, you know, got to keep money coming in. I've got to, did I get that PP, you know, P loan? Did I like, is there any other things I can do? It's, you know, it's just like the constant, drudgery, but that is not going to help us win the marathon as we always talk about, you know, it's, it's the long game and, and we've got to learn how to pull up and rest and breathe and shift our attention and find something new and nurturing. Yes. So important. And, you know, I, I just recently experienced this. And, and what's interesting is I think sometimes we're not even really noticing that we're approaching burnout or we're just not even noticing how extreme it's gotten. And so like my family and I, we just took a little staycation. We 
drove about 45 minutes to Wimberley, which is just outside of Austin. And we, you know, rented a little Airbnb and um, we had access to the river. And so we just kind of like spent three days just being in this little house and going to the river every day and like really just relaxing, like really, really relaxing in a different space than our home that we've been locked down in for months and months. And it was I I think I had just not even realized how kind of, I don't know, like how I hadn't had a break and how I hadn't really taken enough time and space to breathe and that I had really been going and going and going. Like I don't even think I really recognized it until I was in a different atmosphere. And it was so different coming back to recognize, you know, how, yeah, I've just been kind of stuck in this place of, you know, going and going and going and navigating it all and looking for the next thing and trying to figure out school and trying to figure out business and, you know, just all the things that we do on a daily basis. And it took that time away for me to recognize how I haven't been taking enough breaks and I haven't been creating enough space. And, you know, I've been approaching burnout in some ways. So I think sometimes it takes us actually getting away to even recognize that, you know, if we if we don't stop to really assess where we're at, you know, for a lot of women, especially because we're so good at sort of navigating everything and so good at taking things on, we often go, we're way past, like we're already in burnout when we realize we're in burnout. We don't even recognize the signs of leading towards it because we're already there. And so I think now, given the situation of what we're having to deal with on a regular basis, what we're all navigating, it's more important than ever that we really recognize where we're at and we recognize if we are approaching that burnout, because it is only us that's going to stop kind of the madness and take that space. Such a good point. And, and you're right. It's just that tunnel vision or, you know, we can kind of get in and we just, we don't even see what we can't see. And it is that power of pausing and slowing down and pulling back and being able, and this is why so many business coaches forever talk about the mountaintop view and like pulling back, like pull back for a second. And and it's really hard to pull back in the middle of everything happening. And so pulling back your mindset and your perspective sometimes means shifting environments, you know, being able to kind of step. And if you can't get to a staycation in the, um, an Airbnb or, or something like even just where's a place nearby a nature trail or a park or something that has is open right now that has safe access to just get out, you know, and, and change your perspective for a little bit. And Sonia, I also just want to say this is something, you know, as a mental health professional, I've watched for decades uh, conversations around whether or not burnout is actually a medical condition or it can be a diagnosis. Mm. So it's interesting. I think it just happened at the end of 2019. Um, so don't quote me on this, but what I do know to be true is recently the World Health Organization actually um, categorized burnout as a, an official medical diagnosis. And mm. so it's really interesting because that is, I think, a sign of the pervasiveness of people experiencing burnout. And of course, now we have more science and researchers, psychologists that are looking at what are the conditions and and what are the the consequences? And, you know, one of the the main categories of, um, because people hear this term all the time, but if you look at it and kind of try to break it down, there's really those three things, which we've kind of all touched on, but it's 
one burnout you notice because you just are energetically depleted just exhausted and depleted and you start to really notice that like why am i so exhausted and we have this culture which is really so funny you know how we have the busyness badge that we've talked about and it's just interesting that people are like i'm so exhausted but i just don't know why <laughs> it's kind of like why don't we know why like <laughs> we are constantly on a wheel a constantly moving hamster wheel yeah. So we shouldn't be surprised. So that's one, it's just energy depletion. And the second is really, you know, just a, a sense of being just over it, like not excited. Like when you, you just don't feel very excited about your job or about your business, you start to feel kind of skeptical or cynical. You just don't have that same fire, you know, or that same passion that used to really drive you. And so it's important to remember that that is something not to just push through, but to really notice, gosh, I'm just, I don't feel the thrill for my business anymore. Um, so just really kind of noticing that one. And third is just that not being efficient, not being productive. Like you work and work and work that feeling that you've been working forever and you can't get anything done because that's often burnout causes you to not be able to focus. People say all of a sudden they feel like they have um, attention deficit disorder, right? Or um, I can't focus, I can't complete a task, but yet I'm working all the time, you know? And so I just wanted to kind of jump in here to say like, that's really interesting that we're not just talking about it in a theoretical term, but that the World Health Organization does recognize this as a medical condition and it's affecting so many of us in today's society and especially now i think with covid era yeah for sure and you know it's interesting because when i think about the word burnout i really look at like it's almost if an engine is revving or moving you know over and over and over again and like eventually it just burns out and i think one interesting thing to look at is you know, it doesn't mean we're busy or we're physically doing a lot of action, right? Sometimes we can get burnout, like literally through exhaustion. Sometimes we can get mental burnout, right? Like, so we might not be moving a lot or taking a lot of physical actions, but our mind is revving, 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 and without stop. It's almost like burnout is like the lack of balance, right? So I even think you can get burnout if you're stuck all the time, right? So maybe it's not that you're busy all the time, but that you're stuck all the time. I think we kind of often classify it is when you're busy, like you're doing too much and then you get burnout. But I think it can be, you know, you can get burnout in your mind. You can get burnout by being stuck, like by moving in the same direction, like kind of one of, you know, what Laura was talking about as well. When you're doing like repetitive tasks, you're doing things over and over again, there's no break. There's no balance, right? It's just, it's like the same thing over over and over and over again. And I also think really interestingly, it's connected to what we talked about last week around strengths. Because if you are not doing a lot of things in your strengths, if you're not using your natural strengths, then you will achieve burnout a lot faster because you're exerting a lot of effort and you're depleting yourself of energy versus when you're really running in your strengths, then you're refilling your energy. You're refueling all the time through those strengths. And so I think that's also a really interesting viewpoint to look at because for a lot of us, you know, right now, we're navigating roles that we never thought we'd have to navigate, like teacher, 
right? Like, I'm not a school teacher. I never thought I would be a school teacher, right? When we're having to navigate roles that are not our strengths, then that also becomes like a, a more quickly deteriorating, more quick to burnout area. And so we really have to step back, I think, and look and assess where do we feel like we're burning out? What is draining our energy? How can we do things in a different way that aligns with our strengths? Mm, yes, yes. And I really appreciate your point about it being something that you can also identify by being stuck. And then it's not always about a lot of action like, oh, I've just been so busy. Because then then people who've been stuck, they think, oh, this isn't burnout because I just, I haven't been really doing that much. <laughs> you know? It's like, but, but how long have you yep. been stuck in some of these habitual behaviors and mindsets like with your business? So I really appreciate that. And I think that's and you're kind of already taking us in a great direction, like segueing us into sort of, so what do you do about the burnout? Like how do you start to make some shifts if you are aware? So one is you already touched on too, is that we just have to become aware of how am I really? So this is like the self-assessment and the self-checking in and just spending a little bit of time to pause in your day or take that retreat. Um, there are so many amazing opportunities to do things online, to do virtual retreats. I happen to know an amazing business coach who I happen to be talking to right now in this podcast who has an upcoming virtual retreat. And these are the best opportunities right now because you don't have to figure out how you're going to get away for a whole week and you're going to fly to some retreat and you're going to have to spend all this money at a retreat location and miss a whole week of work. Like you can actually take one weekend in a couple of days and go off by yourself, rent an Airbnb or ask a friend if you can stay in a, a place that they have that's going to be empty for the weekend and tune in to an amazing virtual retreat like the one that Sonia has coming up or be able to just turn on some online yoga and do your own self-guided retreat with your journals and just like time alone and walks in nature. And so that moment of just, how am I? Like, am I burnt out? Um, what's going on with me? Where am I stuck? Where's my energy moving? And so that first thing I think is recognition of just how am I? And yeah, so that's where I'll start. That's where I'm feeling. And there's more, but I want to pass it back over to you, Sonia. It's like the first thing, right? Is just like, we have to just start noticing. Yeah, we have to create, and we ha I think we have to disrupt yes. the patterns. Like now we're in a new pattern, right? And that new pattern is being home and being with the whole family and navigating all the stuff. Like that is our new pattern. And we need to disrupt that pattern. Like, and I think this is the benefit of like we were talking about at the very beginning, having seasons and having, you know, kind of like the kids are off school and then they go back to school. It's like there is this, these breaks so that there is an ebb and a flow. And I feel like right now, we're all kind of stuck in a cycle and it's the new cycle and it's the new place that we're in and it's the new things we have to navigate. And so it's going to take that deliberate break. And the reason why something like a retreat or a staycation or a disruptor like that is so important is because I think a lot of us are trying to figure things out. A lot of us are trying to navigate things outside of our control. And a lot of us aren't spending the time to I don't know, move to a higher level. Like I know one of the reasons I created the retreat was because I feel like we need to do some internal work. 
and not in the direction of disintegration, which we talk a lot about in this program, but also in the direction of creation. We need to be thinking about what do we want to create? What do we desire? Who are we? What are our strengths? How do we align our vision with what we want to create? It's like we need to spend some time creating the bigger picture and that's what I feel like a lot of people aren't doing anymore, right? It's like we're we're just kind of in operations, not just in our business, but in our lives. We're just in operations. We're just trying to navigate the day-to-day operations of our lives. And that's great for a period of time. But then we require that, that ability as humans to go back to the bigger vision, to go back to our desire, to go back to something bigger than ourselves. And then we can come back into the day-to-day operations. But, you know, if you're running a business and you always stay in the operations and you never go back to the high level, you're not going to get very far in your business, right? Because it's required to have both of those kind of thinking. Well, I feel like in the world right now, we all need to move into a little bit of a higher level, into a bigger vision, and then we can come back down into operations. Yes. Yes. It's just like that interruption that you talked about of the pattern, which the pattern can really, especially when we're in a place of crisis, we can really get stuck in patterns of operations because it's familiar. It's like, okay, here's some structures. Mm -hmm. It's familiar. And I'm just going to keep going and keep going, keep going. But what's really interesting about this time and, you know, everyone has kind of a different perspective on it, but I think for entrepreneurs who are usually dreaming things into being, we are creating from our imaginations and we often see challenges that we want to solve with our businesses. There is going to be, as we start as a whole society and as a world, there will be a point where we start to move a little bit out of crisis management, which we're still in now, into the reconstruction era. And it's going to be imagining new things into being, there is this possibility of shifting in your entrepreneurial passions are needed in this world. This world's needing you and it's needing your passion. And if, if we are burning out and if we're not stopping for a moment to, to take a breath and we're not giving ourselves this higher vision, like the return to the higher vision of our business, then we're not going to be ready, you know, when the reconstruction era is here. And we are the dreamers and the creators and um, the futurists, you know, so many of us as entrepreneurs. So I think, you know, burnout is a really serious thing to take into consideration because we want you all to be creating and we want you to feel good. And if something's slowing you down and you're just finding a lot of resistance to your business, then it's time to talk to somebody about it. It's time to think some more about it and really reflect and give yourself the time to engage in some stress relieving activities like getting away or going into nature or practicing yoga or finding a meditation practice, even if it's just five minutes today to uh, a day to sit in silence. But that's, you know, what I really, what I really feel passionate about as we have this conversation is that everyone listening really understand that this is an opportunity for the entrepreneurs to lead this next consciousness that's already here that's that's really messy right now (laughs) it's really messy and it's really uncomfortable but there are some amazing beautiful glimpses um if you're not burnt out so much that you can't see them (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, and it's a good time for women. I mean, let's be real. Like I'm seeing women really rise to the occasion. I'm seeing women really build the businesses when their husbands have lost their jobs. I'm seeing women create, you know, new things for schooling and for everything else. Like I'm seeing women really step into this time period and create. And that requires us to use our vision. And that requires our willingness to to stop the pattern. And, and I think that's the piece is that I think a lot of people don't recognize they're in burnout because it looks really different now than it used to. Like, you know, some people are not working as much. And so they think, oh, well, I'm not experiencing burnout because I'm not working, you know, 60 hours a week like I was before. But you can still be experiencing burnout because you have your kids all the time, because there is no break in the worry and the anxiety and the uncertainty in the world right now. And so I think we have to really redefine and allow ourselves to question, you know, are we feeling burnt out? And I think so much of what we talked about is, yeah, it's about awareness, right? We start with assessing and becoming aware. Is this what we're experiencing? Is this what it feels like? And then we have to look at sort of solutions and strategies that will support us. And I find that that disruption, doing something the opposite of what we're doing can really shift things. So for instance, if you've been really, really busy, like, so you have been that busy, 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 nonstop, you know, in with everything and you're constantly juggling everything, then you might need to stop. You might need to literally take a few days, go away by yourself, stop, like, just breathe, just really still. And if you haven't created in a while, like you, so you've been, you know, really internal or really quiet or really, you know, sitting at home and you have been, you know, for a long time, for months and months now, just kind of chilling and staying more internal and more, it may be time for you to create, right? So sometimes it's, we have to look at the opposite of where we've been to shake things up, to to shift that burnout, to actually create something different. And it can be really powerful when we just really recognize what pattern have we been in for this long period of time. Because everyone I know has gotten into a rut, right? Like where we've been in this well-worn rut of COVID time, <laughs> like, you know, whatever that looks like for you, whatever country you're in, whatever thing you're navigating, it's kind of this rut that we've gotten in and we have to make sure we're also getting out. Yes. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's like this disruption of patterns and then everyone kind of tried to find the rut to get kind of like caught in the rut because it's familiar again. So, right. It's like, and that's what we do as humans, like everything is just, Oh no, it's different. And so now I have to find my routine. And, but then we're all about to be thrown for another loop in the fall because most of the time back to school, even for non-parents, it's, you know, the season of fall and there's this restart and there's just this energy in the air of like, okay, what's going on? You know, um, it's a, third quarter, um, or what was he? Yeah. It's like, you're, you know, doing third and fourth quarter. So it's the end of the year. What am I going to accomplish? What am I going to do? And so this time of year usually has a very specific energy of like, you know, you're on the last leg of the race, you know, and you're going to get it done. (laughs) But this, this year is like going to be different for everyone and hit for parents. It's, now navigating virtual school and homeschooling and other roles, like you said, whether or not you're picking up that teacher role or you're bringing in other micropods or learning pods with other families. It's like, it's all going to be really different yet. If we keep staying in certain, like the rut of this is what we did for COVID a couple of months ago, or even a month ago, 
then you're probably not going to see the opportunities to innovate and create new solutions. I mean, to me, this kind of leads into another conversation that we might have to have in another podcast, but to be honest, I've been grateful for some of the shifts in my perception towards what I can accomplish at home, what I can do virtually with my work, what I can do with my son, what education means to me really, you know, it's like shaking things up in a good way. If I allow myself to, to get out of the frustration and the fear of having to let go of how I've always done things and really trust the flow of the new. Yes. Yes. And I I think, I mean, you know, really what we talk about so much on this podcast is, you know, our ability to become aware of where we're at and to become aware of what needs to shift, right? And, And this has that core running through it as well. You know, really recognizing have we gotten stuck in burnout or rut during this time period? Have we come up for air or are we still kind of like just going through the motions of our lives and our businesses and, you know, our parenting? You know, I think we had a really big shakeup at the beginning of the year. And I think that was in a lot of ways challenging and in a lot of ways really good. Like we really shook our roots. <laughs> we really like, you know, is this what we want? Is this life what we want? There was so much meaning, I think, that we were able to re- reinterpret and realign things in our lives and figure out what's most important. And there was that real shakeup. But yeah, I feel there's a lot of sort of discouragement that's, taken root in the last four or five months. And and I think that can lead to going through the emotions and and to doing things that we're misaligned with and to doing things that are not our strengths. And that leads to burnout. And so it's just really being able to step back and assess where am I right now? Do I feel alive? Do I feel, you know, aligned with where I want to go? What do I want right now? Where do I want to go? Do I need to shift something? Do I just need to come up for air? Do I need to take a vacation? Do I need to go get away for a day? Do I need to spend a day in nature? Like, you know, this is going to be an ongoing process where we have to create into our lives a constant staycation, right? And a constant coming up for air. Like this whole time period that we're in, this period that we're experiencing, it's not going to end anytime soon. And so we really have to create deliberately that coming up for air, whether that's daily, whether that's weekly, whether that's monthly, whether that's quarterly, whatever you feel you need. This is something that has to be deliberately built into our lives and our schedules. We can no longer wait for the world to create that for us, right? So, so many of us wait until the outside world changes, till school goes back, till summer arrives, till a holiday comes. Like we wait for these outside things, but now we're going to have to be the ones to deliberately create it. Mm. Oh, I love that reminder. Yes. Like as much as you may feel out of control right now, there is an opportunity to become intentional about what you are creating. And I also, you know, recently used the term meta awareness with a client and it really landed with him. And it, it struck me that that is such a, a really good term to think about because our awareness is one thing. We are cultivating awareness. We are um, talking about that right here in this podcast. Become aware. Check in. What are you feeling? What are you needing? What are you thinking? 
And then meta-awareness, which many people have heard if they have a meditation practice because meditation is a tool for cultivating meta-awareness. But what it means is the ability to observe yourself thinking and feeling and perceiving. And that's kind of the next layer I think that you and I are talking about right now is that there is the awareness of burnout. And many of you might have an awareness of something is not quite right. I'm feeling like I'm running on fumes. I'm feeling resentful of my business or of my family or of all the things. And so now we're just inviting you to go into this awareness of that awareness. Okay. So if there is a burnout, what is it that you need? What, what does that mean for you? Are you, are you okay? Like hanging out in a place of burnout? Why did you become an entrepreneur? Is that how you want your business to be in your life? Do you want your children to have that experience of you as an entrepreneur running your business? Like what is it that you're, that you can really do if you step further up into your wise mind, into your observer mind, and just notice how being burnt out might be impacting you, how it's impacting your family, how it's impacting your business. And take that retreat, take that time, even if it's in your own home, go put a nice big sign on the door, mama's retreat, nobody's coming in, you know, and do what you gotta do to really create that space for yourself. Yes, I love it. And I think that's a great place to end for today. So thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.